episode number 103, Vintage Camaro. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? Oh, we got a great show ahead of us. You know why? Because we always do. (laughs) (laughs) But even better is because... It's a slow news week, so now we can talk about just cool stuff. That's Other on stuff, our minds. yeah, yeah. We know we know ZL1 is kicking ass and taking names. We we see those articles every day. Car and driver, Motor Trend, Road and Track. Everybody yep. is praising the ZL1, and that's awesome. That is awesome. But we're gonna we're gonna take it back a notch. We're gonna talk vintage. Well, I want the title of the show is Vintage Camaro, but. Yeah. I mean, 22 years ago is pretty vintage to me. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking first gen. We're going we're gonna to talk you know, fourth gen. Right. Well, and, and we're happy to talk about first gen through fourth gen as well as fifth and sixth. Yeah. Which was, it's, it's been all six all year so far. And we've been trying to, to find a good, good reason to talk about the other generations because we don't want to alienate any Camaro owner, but. Uh, no. But everybody so, seems to tune in for the for the latest latest news, the hot news. But you know, right, right. So let's see here. What do we got on the docket here? Uh, what's what's the first thing you got on your list, Chris? Uh, ninety five Camaro, mm. uh, vintage ninety five Camaro. Yeah, from GM Authority, right? Yes. Yeah, and then I want to talk about the first time I really put the wood to a fourth gen Camaro. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, which is also a 95 Camaro. Okay. And uh, and then um, we're going to add a little humor uh, to our show. Uh, we're going to talk about the 10 most... <laughs> this is going to be hard to get through this episode. 10 most hilarious dealership names that we found uh, nationwide. We got a couple of voicemails, uh, three, four voicemails. We do. And then I'm going to take a trip down Nostalgia Lane to something that got us, a lot of us, uh, I don't want to say old timers, but uh, a lot of the older generation interested in in cars in general. Yeah, and then a huge, huge news release about that old Dodge Demon we've been Demon. talking about. Yes, it's crazy stuff. Yeah. So crazy. What's uh, what's GM Authority got going on? Well, I, I saw this article on their front page, and you know what? I got a soft spot in my a soft spot in my heart for for fourth gens. Because that's where I really got into Camaros. My, me too. Yeah. And and they posted a vintage commercial. So let me just play this real sec, real quick here. Do you remember this yeah. commercial? Some things in life you have to wait for. A car of your dreams shouldn't be one of them. The Chevy Camaro. Two airbags, fuel-injected V6, anti-lock brakes. It's $14,995 worth of genuine Chevrolet. Genuine Whoa. Chevrolet. Where's that needle scratch sound that we need right now? <laughs> $14,000 of genuine Chevrolet. $14,995 for a V6 
95 Chevrolet. Ah, yes. I miss those days, man. Those days were bright and strong. And the other accompanying ad was from the company from the country that invented rock and roll. Yes, for the V8 version, oh. right for the Z28. Yeah, it was like on a on like a scissor lift, like a mechanical scissor lift raising it on the commercial. Yeah. I if if you're listening to this show and a lot of you are that haven't been through the 80s and 90s of 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 the Camaro, it was a neat time. It was a crazy time, dude. It was it Neon was and paint splatter time. It was the the days of the Geo Storm and the <laughs> I remember it was like Chevrolet slash Geo dealerships. You remember that? Hello. Yep, I do. Oh, okay. Oh no, those were those oh. were those were some some wacky times, and then then I think eventually they gave up, and I think this all those geo cars just kind of merged in for Chevrolet for a year or two, and then they just disappeared. <laughs> well, well, the geo line was a combination between oh, uh, Chevrolet and Suzuki and Isuzu. Okay. And then it just became Chevrolet, and then Isuzu and Suzuki said, "Hey, get effed." Bye. <laughs> uh, we apologize uh, for the technical difficulties, people. Uh, Jason um, needs to fix his internet connection uh, one of these days, and um, so hopefully those that day will be coming soon. <laughs> you keep zapping in and out again. Oh, God. Sorry, gang. I have a studio that I have in my home, and it's above my garage. And all right. Anyway, before it goes out again, um, cool commercial. Love it. I miss the old times when when the Camaro was the fourth gen Camaro was new and it was great. It was cool. That was the only car. So at that time, well, it wasn't ninety five. It was ninety three is when I got into the Camaro because I was driving an eighty seven Buick Grand National at that time, and I drove the car for four or five years. Absolutely loved. I mean, Grand National was my dream car, dream car. It had over a hundred thousand miles on it. It was starting to show some age. I was like, do I want a new car? Is there anything out there that I could possibly want? There was a point where I almost, almost traded in my Grand National for a Cyclone at a GMC dealership, Pontiac GMC dealership. I did not do that. They are like, oh, yeah, we'll give you like, uh, I don't know, uh, like $2,000 for your Grand National. I was like, get, get bent. Um <laughs> And I just kept driving it. And then, um, you know, it it was showing its age. But, God, I love that car. I loved it so much. But then then I started reading more and more about the new Camaro, the new LT1 Z28, 275 horsepower. I mean, the Grand National I was driving was, what, 245? 245. And it, and it was a V6 turbo. Yeah. Um, Two-door. And, and, and I was just like... Okay, so I went and checked it out. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And from that point on, I was a Camaro guy. I never looked back. Never looked back. Yeah, it's... God, it was just a, it was, it was a time of groundbreaking, groundbreaking design. Yeah. Like, when you saw a new a fourth-gen Camaro, you didn't say, yeah, it looks a lot like a third-gen. You're like, holy crap, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wedge that's fast as he- and it was it was fast as hell that don't let 275 horsepower kid you back in the day that was fast yeah it was extremely yeah. fast just yeah. like today like like we talk about all all of the power out of the new current 6 gen camaro and we say how incredible that is we said the same thing back in early 90s yeah. 
We sure did. Different times, man. Different times. I, I just it shows how much we've we've advanced in the twenty two years since that ninety five mm-hmm. commercial was out. Holy yeah. cow! I mean, you want to do, you want to take a trip down memory lane? Just do a Google search for image search for like nineteen ninety three Chevrolet ads. Hmm. I'm, I haven't even done this myself, but I gotta think that you're gonna come up with a lot of stuff. Like I said, it's a lot of neon, a lot of paint splatters, a lot of um, jagged scribbles, like like handwriting, yeah. like da 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 da. You know, I'll do that right now. So let's see. Well, we're gonna go to YouTube here. Well, um, just just do Google image search. Oh, let's see Google image or, search or do or do YouTube. But okay, Google so Chevrolet Chevrolet. What do we want to do? Chevrolet do what? Chevrolet 1993 ad. 1993. And just do an ad. image search. Oh, there's oh, oh there's tons of videos though. So I'm seeing uh, a 93 Chevrolet truck like a rock. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is when the, the this is, uh, hey hey the Chevy Lumina van. I, I remember the Dustbuster, the Pizza Pizza van, the Camaro, the yep. Blazer. Yep. The truck, another Camaro. The, I'll put it this way: the fourth generation Corvette, <laughs> the C4. Ooh. The Chevrolet Lumina. Oh, the Corsica was still being ah, built. Ah, the then. Corsica. Hey, the Indy Pace Car Chevy commercial. Man, it. I. They were cruddy days, but <laughs> in terms of comparison to today, but they were just. Hey, hey, here's the all-new GM Geo Prism. Oh, Christ. The Chevrolet Suburban, the Geo Metro, the Cavalier, <laughs> the Corsica. Oh, here's the a Camaro ad, Chevy Camaro. And the, the, the ad says, it looks like the 90s are going to be fun after all. And it shows a 93 Z28 in action. I don't remember this one. It's, it's, this one's called the Chevy Camaro 93 the cruise missile commercial. Do you remember that one? Really? I don't think I gotta, so. I go ahead. And yeah, go ahead. So my laptops are not going to come through as good. It's like an assembly line. Robots are spot welding things. This is hot light inspections. Are we building a cruise missile here? You might say that, and then out comes the all-new Chevy Camaro on the scissor jacks, like the, the whole car. Yep. Yep. yep, that was it. That was it right there. That was cool. Um, I, I, I remember in the 1993 Camaro brochure, I think it said something about the first car that Chevrolet has made that was measured by laser cameras or something really? like that. Yeah, really? something like that. I, I, I do believe... Um, I, I, no, I don't know. That was maybe that was later. Oh, the Caprice, I, I, the Chevy Caprice, the Astro Van. <laughs> oh God, that Geo Storm was God. Was that ugly? It was good looking in the day, though. Like if you had a Geo Storm, you're a dude. You're getting laid. I'm telling you. What? Yeah, yeah. In Lansing. Oh yeah. Wow. If you had a Geo Storm. You were doing all right. You were, you were, you were the the because girls thought it was cute. 
<laughs> oh, look at this cute little car. Uh, we could go on and on f- about this all uh. all episode, but guys, I'm going to link this up in the show notes. This is the this is from GM Authority 1995. Chevrolet Camaro asks, "Why wait? A vintage ad break." So, give us your memories. Call in, tell us your memories, your earliest memory of your Camaro. Did you start in the 4th gen years? Did you start in the 1st gen years? How about the se- well, the yeah. second gens. I mean, the, not my personal favorite. That's always mm-hmm. last time I list. But I mean, a lot of people like them. But call that us, a, let us know. That was a rough, rough generation. To it enjoy. was. Whoa, the Beretta GTZ. Oh, you had one of those, didn't? Or you had, had the GTU? GT, I had a GTU, and I had a GT. But the GTZ was like that. Was actually so, a very. What was the difference vehicle. between the GT, the GTZ, and the GTU? All right, so the GTU was done by Cars and Concepts, which is the same company that did the Buick Grand National. Uh, if I remember, no, maybe not, but it was similar. Cars and Concepts did it. It was, uh, it was had ground effects and flarings and different wheels and different suspension and everything. The GTZ had that legendary, at least back in the day, quad four engine. Oh, uh, the quad four. Yes, I remember quad that. Quad four. It was a. It, they had, had that in the that Grand sucker. Am too. Yep, that's right. Um, you had to get that sucker spinning to make horsepower, but when you could, it did. It was almost 200 for a four-cylinder. <laughs> and that was that was a monumental engine for, for General Motors. Um, it also had a really good suspension on it. The GTZ was a good-looking car. Um, and then the GT? Fact, the, what's that? The GT? The GT was kind of like almost like a, like a, like the, it was basically the V6 Beretta. Oh, okay. Instead of the four-cylinder Beretta with a little different wheels and a little better suspension, big deal. Okay. The GTZ was, was, was awesome. You get that in the four, uh, quad four, and if you were ordered optionally, you can get that whole 3.1 V6 with 145 whopping power hog horsepower. Woohoo! Dang. Dang. Yeah. But the, the GTZ was a. I always thought. I still to this day think it was a good looking car. I just yeah. do. I just do. And it's front wheel drive, so it was probably good in the snow too. Uh, especially where I grew up. Yeah, I got it stuck a couple of times. <laughs> the ad that I'm looking at was well, it has the heartbeat of America Chevrolet, and this is Beretta GTZ. <laughs> think of it as a BMW M3 with a twenty thousand dollar rebate. Car and driver does. <laughs> yeah. So that sounds a good I, way of putting it. It the nineties were a. We're, we're a cool time for Chevrolet and General Motors in general. Maybe not the best, but it was cool. Yeah. Good time to grow, to, uh, grow up in. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's move on. We, uh, you wanted to talk about the first time you hit it in a Camaro? Yeah. Um, since we're, since we're talking fourth gen. 95, give or take. I had a 1994 Ford Ranger Splash, Splash. Okay. <laughs> that I that I custom ordered with the special gear ratio, loaded with a five-speed with rare combo. It was actually a pretty good little truck. Um, that was my first new car ever. I was 23 years old. I don't and think I, then, I don't think I ever saw this car. It was it was a good little truck. It was it was it was a good truck. You know, four liter. V6, five speed. It was it was a good. Is this the one for, that for, has its life ended early? Pardon me. No, Is, no, that was an S10. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, with and Jesse then I or something. Well, I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell that story <laughs> later. But uh, um, I realized I'm like, hey man, I'm making enough money. I can afford an, a new Camaro. So I called up a local 
Chevrolet dealership, and I said, I, I want to come out and talk to you about trading my truck in, which had like 8,000 miles on it, uh, on a new Camaro uh, Z28. And they said, yeah, we got a black 95 here with a six-speed. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me come out and test drive it. And they're like, here's the keys. Um, take it for a spin. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, and I just I took it out on the road, and I just, just walloped that mofo. And Walloped at the it. time, we're you know we're talking you know, fourth gens were kind of kind of light, um, two hundred seventy five horsepower compared to a four liter V six truck. The world turned into a blur. I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, I gotta have it, I gotta have it, gotta have it, gotta have it. Just the same way that that the average twenty to twenty five year old today gets in a sixth gen, and gets blown away by that power. I gotta have it, gotta have it, gotta have it. Ah. <laughs> uh, I will never, ever, ever, ever forget that. That is one defining <sighs> moment. And the sad part is, is that they wanted to totally screw me on my trade-in. Oh. Wow. And and I didn't, I walked away from the deal. And they're like, oh, I thought you wanted this car. I'm like, yeah, I want the car, but I don't want to get shafted in the process. Yeah, no doubt. So my advice to anybody test driving a Camaro for the first time or the 10th time. Don't, don't have a trade-in? that desire... <laughs> Uh, give you allowance to get shafted in the old, uh, yeah. Yeah. In the old and keister. Did, in the old keister. <laughs> so what is your, I asked this before, and we haven't gotten any voicemails as far as I know about this. What is the time when you actually first just, just put the wood to a car that had a lot of power for the first time in your life? Like, what did you think? What like, did you feel? <laughs> what did the world look like? Did you think it was out of control? Like, like like the guy last week we talked about, the WRX, super WRX fan, yeah. driving a new CL1. He's like, <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That feeling, that feeling is, is it may not be masculine, but it's true. Yep. It's it's genuine. <laughs> Call in and... and, 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 <laughs> and it may not be masculine, but it's true. <laughs> well, it is true. It, it is true because that is a genuine, no holds barred, that's what happens when you really, really understand horsepower. <laughs> that's surprising. Yeah. Huh. Excellent. Well, let's move on to the next item that we're, we want to talk about. And I found this in silly. in my Google alerts. And so, you know, I'm just looking at it, we're, looking at it now. We're, we've been talking about the brand new Camaro ZL1, the sixth generation. You know, it's a $60,000 car, but... If you want this car in Australia, it's going to oh, cost you $150,000. Why? Well. Is that U.S. dollars or? <sighs> Probably. Or well, there. or Australian dollars. I don't know. What's, um, what's Aust- it's not Euro. No, it's not Euro. Australian. Yeah, it says in the article, yeah, Australian. So it says okay. they need to convert it to right-hand drive. It says the U.S., it's a $60,000 U.S., which is $79,000 Australian. Uh, Camaro ZL1 uses the LT4 6.2-liter supercharged V8 engine, the successor to HSV's LS9 unit of the same capacity. Outputs of 485 kilowatts. Kilowatts. (laughs) And 881 NM. What's NM? Uh, Newton meters. Newton meters? That's right. It's, a, it's still it's another way of measuring torque, I think. Our homegrown hero by 100, no, 11 kilowatts per 66 nm. Uh, according to CCC, shipping adds fifty thousand dollars 
to the price. No. Is that 50? No, 5,000. Sorry. My eyes, still. my eyes are going. 5,000 to the price, while our 5% import tax nabs another 3,000. Luxury tax adds another 6,209. GST is an additional 8,200. Keep the calculator close because that's 101,409 just to import the vehicle. The conversion company requires another $44,000 just to convert it. 6,000 of which is absorbed by re-engineering work for the electric power steering system alone. With strict regulations surrounding personal imports, CCC also takes care of the purchase and the importation of the vehicle. The company reckons the conversion process takes about 8 to 10 weeks as part of a complete 6-month process. What buyers will have then for around $150,000 is General Motors product even rarer on our shores than the GTS R W1 and arguably just as cool. Now, we talked to someone at SEMA that we met who came in from down under. Uh, it wasn't Australia. It was New Zealand. That's right. And he imported a ZL1. And he gave his whole account. If you guys uh, uh, flip back a few episodes, I don't know which which one it was, or whatever our it was SEMA episode six was. Six of them ago, give or take. Six whatever or our SEMA episode was, I can I can oh, look it, it up. More than that, then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we met with him because he came out to Las Vegas and got together oh, at yes. our meet and greet. I was so drunk. <laughs> and uh, he talked about the whole process of importing. His ZL1 to uh, New Zealand. It, it took him a year. It took him a year. Maybe even more. I can't remember here. Well, here's, here's one thing I will say is that Australia still has cars that we can't get that I wish we would get. And my advice to anybody listening to this show in Australia, don't bother. <laughs> you guys have cool cars. Enjoy your cool cars. Unless you've got a lot of money and you want something ridiculously unique, don't bother. Because yeah. I would love to get my hands on a Holden Ute. Just for a day. Hell. Just to haul some lumber and go fast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... That's a lot of money. That's uh, that's a right-hand drive Chevy Camaro ZL1. 150. 150. Wow. You know what? One of these days, I'm just going to drive to... Uh, I'm, I'm going to drive to Australia. No, I'm going to fly to Australia so I can drive some Australian cars. Yeah. Or I'll drive there. It might be a rough rough ride, but... um, God, that's a lot of money. Um, okay. We're we're running kind of late on on the Sorry. show. Um so we have four voicemails but I think we'll just split it up this week. We'll do one and one. How does that sound? That sounds that sounds good to, to be me. able to Are be able still to do the dealership names? Yes. Um You want to do that after the voicemail? Yeah, let's do it after the voicemails. Let's get through All these right. um yep. right quick. Uh hopefully. And here's the first one. Hey Chris and Jason, this is Sean Flynn, Tucson, Arizona. Thanks for the shout out last show. I appreciate that, my wife and I. Um, we did take delivery of our 2017 ZL1 automatic, and it is everything you hope for and more. I was kind of stunned when it first came in the dealership. I, I couldn't even realize that it was there in my brain. Um, it took exactly five months to the day from ordering it to receiving it. Um, definitely worth the wait. After we took it out from the dealership we went out to eat 
we came outside after we ate, and there was a Z06 and a Grand Sport brand new, both sitting next to us. And that's kind of nice to attract that kind of lineage. Um, but great car, well worth it. Um, went to a car show this last weekend to support a local high school automotive club. Um, just tons of appreciation from Ford and Chevy alike. Everybody liked the car. So um, thanks for the show. As always, talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Sean, and a big congrats again on your brand new 2017 Camaro ZL1 automatic, 10-speed automatic. Dang. Oh, it looks beautiful, too. That blue, that blue on that car oh. just pops. Oh, God, I love it. God, I love it. It's like an angry ocean. An angry ocean. Wow, that's a good way of putting it. Good way of putting it. I was actually quoted uh, by saying about the fifth gen, um, it looks like angry sex on wheels. Really? Huh. Okay. Um, if you guys you guys want to get in your voicemails, please just give us a call and here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Now, like I said, we have a, we have four voicemails this week, but we we're just only have, I think, room for this one here. We'll save the yep. next two for next week. And then, uh, of course, if you guys get in some more voicemails, we'll play those as well. You bet. Here's the next one. Yeah, this is Stacy in Arkansas. I just uh, listened to your last episode, and you asked for some feedback about what car you have. Um, I have a 15 uh, SSRS1LE. Um my brother actually tried one of me. I used to have some Nova drag cars, and I had a, a car that I had was a 15 WRX Stage 2, um, real And my brother went to the dealership and got a black 15 1LE and had no idea what it was. It was just in the showroom. And the dealer told him it was a limited edition, hence the 1LE. So anyway, um, we live in the Ozark Mountains, and he took me for a ride in this thing through the curves of the mountains, and holy shit, I was it was a wide knuckle ride, and I knew at that time I had to have one of these cars. So I sold my one my WRX. I had thirty one thousand miles on it, had it for fourteen months. The dealer gave me almost exactly what I owed on it, and I bought a fifteen one LE myself. Very happy with this car, just an absolute. Every time I drive this car, I just have a smile on my face. You know, it's just a fun driver's car. No mods yet, but I do have uh, cam and ported heads and headers and a whole bunch of other stuff getting ready to be installed in a month, keeping it naturally aspirated and shooting for about 500 wheel horse. Um, so, anyway, that's my story. Catch you guys later. Thanks for calling in, Stacy. New caller from, I think he said, Arkansas. And uh, that was a, that's exactly what we're looking for. Tell us about your car. Tell us your story. He was, an, he was a WRX guy. Went for a ride in a limited edition 1LE uh, that the dealership, uh, I hate when they do that, but it I sold him. Too. It sold him uh, on the 1LE because he took a ride in it. I'm looking for a car now, and among those, that the catalog of vehicles I'm looking at is a uh, one, uh, ZL1. And when I come across an ad that says only a handful were made, I'm like, yeah, F you. I know better. Don't fall for that. But in this case, the 1LE speaks for itself. 
You know, he's experienced it. He knows what it is. He knows what he's getting, and that's awesome. The WRX is no slouch. It is has a very good purpose to it. They're they're good little cars, but getting a one LE, you're hooked. The one LE is the underdog of the Chevrolet family. I really believe that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fifth gen cars are awesome. Uh, so I, I'm sure you can pick them up for a song now too. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a one, especially a one LE car. Wow. Yeah, ZL1s for 5th gens go for, with under 20,000 miles, go for about $40,000, give or take. I don't even know what an 1LE is. Yeah. But, uh, How awesome is that? They're, they're great. They're great. Yeah. They're absolutely great. Cool. Thanks for calling in, Stacy. And Great uh, story. Yeah, those are our voicemails for the week, dude. But we got At some other. For this week. Yeah, this week. We got two more. We're, we're going to keep them in the can for next week. We got a couple more things we want to get through before we end the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them was something I found on Twitter this week uh, that I sent to you, and um, I was just laughing my butt off. <laughs> I, I can't stop laughing about this. This is just too damn funny. These are what are the what is this like real name ten dealerships? Yeah, ten most hilarious dealership names. This is on Autosports dot com. Okay, listen, this is juvenile hour, okay? We're going to get really 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 dumb here. Yeah. Um 10 If you, if 10 you have sensitive if you have means. sensitive ears, you might want to tune out. We're not we're not going to be, cr- you know, completely crude, but we're just going to read and we're just going to read them how they are. So so the title image is um Gay GM and it just says Gay. It's a certified yeah. used vehicle dealership. Just Gay. <laughs> it's just Gay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then the first image is <laughs> Bitch autos. <laughs> so uh, what I'm thinking is, is these are in different countries. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah. At least some of these. All right. That's number one. There's there's ten. There's ten yeah, of them. So yeah. that's number one. Okay. Number two. <laughs> you 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 say it, Chris. Uh, um, it, it's Cockram Nissan. I I I, I don't know. I, probably another. <laughs> Like a European <laughs> Nissan dealership? I don't know. Dumb. So number if, three, if you, yeah, Dick Beard Chevrolet. <laughs> nice, nice, and it looks looks like a well, it's it does look like a U.S. Do. looks like a All U.S. Right. dealership. Uh, You're the, up for number four. Um, Mangina, or well, <laughs> it's man, it's it's man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say because it looks like Mangina, but it's manginauto.com. Man, yeah, manginauto.com. Yeah. But if you take the UTO off, it's yeah. Mangina. Yeah, that's what it yeah. probably you know a lot of people think when they read it. Okay, uh, next right. one. Now, go ahead and next one is a Toy- uh, Scion Toyota dealership. Um, men love uh, dealership. Uh, men love. Uh, but read the quote. Slogan is. The last of the little guys. Uh, did we mention this would be juvenile hour yeah. at this point? Yeah, juvenile hour. Yeah. Chris, you got the next one. Got uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's got to be. Yeah, I, I wonder how many Harrison Fords there are. <laughs> There's probably a handful of them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, apologies in advance. I think this is this has got to be German. It's got to be. Rape. Auto house. Rape. Auto house. Rape in every car, like the Ford Festiva Fiesta, in front of it has a front uh, the license Ford. plate that said yeah. Ford, rape. and then rape. Wow, how unfortunate! How uh, unfortunate! Yeah, that's a rough uh, one. Uh, oh, good Yo- luck, sucker. 
Yoakum Ford. Like Dwight Yoakum? I W or Y O C U M. Yoakum Ford. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh number nine. <laughs> <laughs> you actually called okay. these people. <laughs> so Chris, you said this to me this morning. Yeah. Uh and I was looking through it and I saw honest to God. Turd Ferguson Auto Sales, spelled a T-E-R-D. Um, if Turd you're Ferguson. a fan yeah. of SNL or Norm MacDonald yeah. or um, uh, Burt Reynolds or a little yeah. bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> you know what um, Turd Ferguson is. And there's a big phone number on there, so I dialed that phone number this morning, and actually somebody an- – it's legit. Somebody answered, and they said, Ferguson. And I was so stunned. I'm like, it's it's real. So I just said, uh, sorry, I have the wrong number. And they're like, yep, click. And it's then, in Georgia. And- it's 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 – turdferguson.net i think right and and i thought maybe this could have been a photoshop sign you know it could have just been ferguson auto sales but you sent me the web address and yes indeed it does go to turdferguson auto sales yes chris you got number 10 buddy. uh number 10 holy cow the the longest name ever for a volvo dealership it's gotta be sweden it's it's l l L L A N F A R R P W L G M Y N G L several vowels and consonants afterwards. Yeah, Volvo. Like, yeah. That looks photoshopped. It does. It does look photoshopped. It's huge. The name is huge. Yeah. I wonder what the heck their web address would be. Dang, dude. Well, just whatever it is in dot com, yeah. I guess. This was this was quite it. hilarious to, to look at. We will we will also link this up in the show notes for your viewing pleasures if you want to laugh as well as a juvenile you know be young we're talking about retro so when we were all young i remember uh, seeing a picture of a company it was a it was a company called dick pinch auto sales hmm. i think that was the dude's name okay that became an insult that i called my friends uh from that point on really yeah okay so um i've been wanting to talk about this but i think we're gonna talk about it next week okay model cars yeah, I grew up building model cars when I was too young to have a real car. Sure, so did I. Um, and there's a meme going around that I saw very briefly that showed a picture of a model car like out of the box that said, the trouble with kids today is they don't know about this. And I have to agree to, to a degree on that. So we're going to talk about that maybe next week, um, speaking of nostalgia, but we're out of time. So we got to get to the Dodge Demon stuff. And this is a monumental fact about the new dodge demon so every week they've been releasing these videos right so this one this week (laughs) i sent this to you and you were like oh my god guys it's gonna come with a factory trans brake factory trans brake if you don't know what a trans brake is i'll give you just a quick education everybody knows what power braking is foot on the brake push on the gas let you know, let that happen. But a trans brake locks the mechanics of the transmission so your engine can still spool up or RPM up. I think it's a better term. But it doesn't put any strain on the brake system or the actual driveline system. It pretty much locks your transmission. And when you let it go, think about the word transmission. It transmits the power from the engine to the the axle. Trans brake locks it. When you unleash that, that is instantaneous power. No yep. braking, no power braking. 
Yeah. <laughs> when you sent that to me this morning, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. I can't wait to see the rest of the videos. Uh, New York Auto Show's coming up. A, coming a up. Trans brake is what semi pro and pro drag racers use. And it's gonna be not factory. the average. Not, yeah, right. Not the average douchebag on Gratiot Avenue on a Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, and this is going to be a standard. Standard on the uh, the demon. Unbelievable. I, I can't help but think that every time they release some tidbit about this, I think, cha-ching, <laughs> yeah. more. Cha-ching. Yep. This is going to be over $100,000 in my book. Wow. Well, I guess we're going to see. If it's not, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's it for the for the show. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff, a lot of a lot of cool retro, vintage Camaro stuff. Always love talking fortune, love talking the old days. Well, they say no, you got to know your roots. Yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> and and having said that, just off the cuff, I'm thinking about our, our good old friend, the F Bot Father. Yes, good old he's Scott. Since retired, um, he's doing great. I've been talking to him every now and then, just yeah. checking in with him. He's loving life. He's he he was the reason for us, Chris, you and I, doing what we do. He was the spearhead of of the fourth gen and, and keeping it as live as alive as long as it has been. Yeah. That led into the fifth gen. So I'm glad he's enjoying his life because yeah. I know that he had a rough road uh, at General Motors. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So we will be back at you next week, same time. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll bring some more of those voicemails. Hopefully, uh, we'll get some more voicemails, and uh, we'll talk about these um, these models. That yeah. If, if you're an old wanna, school guy, yeah. what's your model car experience? Did did that help you? What it, what did it do for you? It's a big deal for me, so that's why I want to talk about it, because yep. I'm selfish like that. All right, then. We'll see you guys next week. You got it. Say it. Yep. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!